0: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me,
2: because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, almost live. It's Mike Check with Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos. How are you, horny babies? It's great to be back. How are you, Lex? I'm horny, I'm proud, and I'm extremely
3: happy as of now. Now, why would you be extremely happy today? Cameron, there's something that we must discuss. And that is The Gong Show is over, baby! It's done! Yes! (laughs) This is our last episode where we have to discuss The Gong Show. We're finally free! (laughs) Maybe. Maybe.
1: I think we are. I think we definitively have to say we are done with The Gong Show. That's it. That was the last episode. We just watched the finale of The Gong Show. And we decided that we need to discuss it. Mm -hmm. We need to discuss the legacy of the show our journey through it, and who better to bring on to discuss that with us than one of our all-time favourite babies. One of the horniest bubs. You are a very horny bubby. Yeah, one of the cheekiest monkeys. Yeah, I'm pitching a little tent in a nappy. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's King Baby himself, Tom Walker. Hello. Hello,
3: Tommy Baby. Finally, we've got Tommy on this show.
1: Finally. We've been warning Tommy on the show, but he
3: refuses to respond to any of our tweets. It's true. He doesn't tweet back to us, but now we got our Tommy on the show. Mm. We're and trying by Tommy Little.
0: Yeah, <laughs> as we all are. But unfortunately, you just got a little Tommy. Aww. In career terms, I'm six foot three. Yeah, you're but, very tall. But uh, no profile
3: what to speak <laughs> of. But Tom Walker, thank you for joining us again. You, this is your fourth time on the podcast. You're one of our most frequent frequenters on the podcast that we frequently put out.
1: How many more times do you reckon you could I say frequent?
3: Well, I'm scared
1: of saying it again. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mike Check Republic. Uh, how do you feel about joining us for this final Gong Show episode? I feel... As
0: as a proud listener of the mm. Gong Show, I've always said... Is this something
3: you're proud of? Oh, sorry,
0: a proud listener of the Mic Check... Uh, of Mike Check. Uh, I've always said I'm a listener of Mike Check first. Australian second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heterosexual third. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No... Uh, It's... It's wonderful to be here and see with <laughs> my own eyes, the complete disintegration that's taken place in your two's lives. Yeah. During a lot of this, you guys were looking for any excuse not to actively engage oh, in the content that was yeah. on screen. God. There were constant pop-up ads that were interrupting the stream yes. and every time... We are watching it on a Russian
3: stream, that's yeah. how we do because the gong show is not available in Australia. You think <laughs> that Australian public would be into this kind of thing and you know, something like Channel 9 would relish the opportunity to broadcast it to <laughs> one of the the largest bastions of Mike Myers fans in the world is in Australia no small part due to our broadcasting of his career but they didn't do it you think they would see that there's an opportunity to make a couple of beans on this they didn't fucking do it we have to go on an illegal Russian stream we're infected with many viruses and spam bots. You know we're helping a corrupt empire that is slowly corrupting the entire world with a neo with a neo conservative movement, and we're stuck supporting it in one of the most heinous ways possible, just so we can get a little bit of mic on our screens to discuss it. You know, it's a huge conflict of interest for me. I'm not into this kind of thing at
1: all. Every time you trying thing-
0: in the stream, you have to retweet yeah. an article that talks about <laughs> American
1: crimes oh, and how we should. Pass- Honestly, this, yeah.
3: this is not my bag, baby, to support this <laughs> shit. And it's upsetting to me.
1: Are you alright? I'm cool, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you feel good now that it's done. Because, ladies and gentlemen, yes. as you would know from listening to this, we have not hid the fact that we have not enjoyed this or show. Or we've had a difficult relationship yeah. with the Gong
3: Show. There has been moments of pure ecstasy Mm. Iconic Mike moments have happened on this show. May I um, just say, Dana and Mike reuniting. Mike reuniting was one of the most best moments of my entire year. Yeah, absolutely. And I've had a pretty good year. You've had fact. a very good it's year. It's been a good run for me this year. You and finally <laughs> lost your V-pates, yeah. dude. Yeah, I can't find them, but, you know, other good things have happened you got to put well. them back in the car so everyone gonna... knows
0: they're driving behind a virgin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> dude, what was it like losing your virginity? It was really... Honestly, guys, I gotta tell you, it felt so nice. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah. really that sweet release. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man, uh... that honestly, like it felt good most of it. Yeah, but that ending, oh my goodness, that's yeah, so yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. that, just the final little bit. That's so. nice. <laughs> it sort nice. of
1: feels like a massage. Do you know what I mean? It's like getting a nice massage yeah, and you're yeah. trying to get that knot out, but in this but case, it's a nut.
0: <laughs> you get that knot out, dude. For me, as a fan of narrative, it's just so satisfying to yeah. have
2: a
3: happy ending. <laughs> exactly, because it's got the, th- the things I care most about a story. you got a build-up, yeah. you get a climax, and then you get a denouement. And you've got a, <laughs> <climax>. <laughs> and a strong female
1: protagonist.
3: Yeah.
1: And uh, can I ask you, if you had to compare having sex to any kind of dessert or baked good, what would you
3: say it feels like? Well, honestly, it feels like one of the most traditional American pieces of culinary work. What's that? Warm apple pie. Okay. <laughs> All right, okay. McDonald's or homemade? McDonald's, baby. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Perfect shape and size. <laughs> I never understood why Jason Biggs didn't just duck off to Macca's I know, drive, because Go on a Macca's run. Yeah,
3: because honestly... I'll- that is a perfect shape and size It's shaft bro. shaped Yes but a normal apple pie Not a deep dish No way No way You gotta put your little pinner in it It's not gonna do <laughs> anything
2: <damage. laughs>
1: Give me a couple of Macca zappies and I'll fucking fill them up with my own custard. Oh, oh.
3: And then, even now, they're serving a chocolate in there. So you can get the best of both worlds right now. Oh, can dude. you cut that bit out? No. <laughs> absolutely not. That's canon. Sorry, I just know I'm familiar with the McDonald's menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm hey, loving Tom, it. Hey, you're, Tom, you're pretty quiet. Yeah, man. You're going to just sit back and let this unwind. <laughs> so we just been to counteract um, this is a private thing that we will discuss to counteract um the gong show which has been the main media we've ingested cam and i have actually both been watching the american pie <laughs> films just, just to bring a bit of joy like going from dregs to classics yeah. Yeah. yeah separately by pure coincidence we have been watching american pie yeah um so we are discussing the final episode of the gong show and like this we have hinted at this has been a real curse for us yeah because when we started this project we were two film critics we're of high esteem in Australia. <laughs> just in case you don't know that, that is who we are. Yeah. Highly esteemed Don't look critics. it up or don't anything. Don't Google it. You just need to take our word for this. And so we're we are we're very comfortable analysing cinema. We're very comfortable analysing comedy. And Mike Myers was the exact middle ground of those two things. And so we were experts coming in, doing something that we love.
1: We started as experts. We ended as birds. Yes. Yeah, so now
3: we're all gonged out. Because yeah. our biggest dream was to... Hopefully, find out why Mike Myers was no longer in our screens and to kind of spur something on. We wanted Mike to come back into our world. And fair to say, our wish came true. Yes, but much like a genie. Mm. We should have been more specific with what we wished for. i got
0: to be honest, as... One of the featured players on Whose Line Is It Anyway, Australia, (laughs) Mm. season one, Mm. uh, which I, of course, clarify, because as we all know, season two should be just around the corner. corner, Just around around. the corner. You haven't got any emails yet. It's really good to see this happen to someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Just have a childhood
1: yeah. dream come true and then realise that you didn't quite word it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it is. You said you have described uh, listening to us go through the Gong Show as a monkey's paw curse. Mm.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I thought that Shrek would be the worst it could get for you mm. guys around yeah. Shrek the Turd. But oh, yeah. unfortunately, the Gong Show's resurgence just meant you completely realised that you shouldn't have gotten what you wished for. No, we
2: were
1: so excited when yes. we when the news announced and it was all mysterious. Is it Tommy? Is it
3: Mike? Who is this guy? You were thrilled we when were you watched the finale- when we oh. Oh. Him oh. on, we on Kimmel. Yeah, Kimmel with Will Arnett, we liked their tête-à-tête together. Yeah,
1: we thought that there was something very horny about their dynamic yes, and yeah. chemistry.
0: And then, but then when it comes to Will Arnett, I think that's like what we want to talk about mm, today.
3: today. Yeah, we will discuss this. In great detail, because part of the my Check journey for us has been charting the uproarious highs and starts of our favourite comedian's career mm-hmm. to the kind of diminishing returns and decline of their filmic career and to somewhat of a return in real time. Not in real time, but in over several years. Yeah, And now we have watched in real time the decline of Will Arnett.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened. We saw it ha- I mean, this is a guy... When he was announcing the show on Kimmel, he was so excited about it. He was so thrilled Mm. to introduce the world to Tommy Maitland and to introduce Tommy to the world. And I think that's
3: where the the passion of this show lies. Yeah. is about bringing this weird character to life. Yeah, but then uh, Will was in a lot of these episodes. Every second episode,
1: Will Arnett was a guest host.
0: And also
3: he was the executive producer of the show. Mm. He was
0: heavily involved in
3: the Gong Show. At At least to the public, to what the show has been putting out there through the media... Um, whether it be corrupt Russian media or, (laughs) or, you know, real legitimate media, fake news, real news, or the lamestream media, whatever, dude. He, um, he has been the real figurehead Of the creativity behind the show as well The yep. creative force pushing the show And out. what a head that is An iconic figurehead He's got a huge forehead Perhaps He's a... even a five. I would say it's a <laughs> yeah. dude. I would I would That's a really funny word Yeah it's funny as shit dude That's really <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, oh. thanks, man. I really appreciate it when my friends support me and tell me that do funny shit out there, you know, man? Dude, you should do that on stage. Honestly, yeah. if you guys see me out there, just tell me, thanks, man, you did really funny shit up there today. That's what I want to hear from people. Okay. That's honestly what I want to hear. Okay, I'll do it. I want that feedback, man, coming straight back at me, you know. That's so, so good, guys. Yeah, i us feedback. You've oh, specified yeah. compliments. Yeah. Guys, yes. Thanks for giving me that feedback. I appreciate it. I'll use it to, you know, just. Get more of my shit out there.
1: <laughs> more five head
0: type gear? Yeah, gig.
3: dude. <laughs> five,
1: hey, I won't even go up to six. That's pushing it, I reckon.
0: Hey, on at the mic tonight? Yeah, I got subbed in. Alexi was about to do his spot, but he couldn't find someone with a big forehead <laughs> in the crowd to do his five head <laughs> bit. I was going to go up to
3: 11 tonight. It didn't quite work. You know, Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good. That's funny, dude. Cool. I love Spinal <laughs> Tap.
1: No, I think Will... Oh, there was a moment in the second last episode where, you know, they're singing the shaving cream yeah. song. The iconic... Shaving cream song that everyone knows and loves. Yeah. Where the camera panned across all the judges who were singing along. And I think Jack Black was giving it a spirited go. Mm. And then it got to Jennifer Aniston and she She was dead eyed. Barely mouthing Not even moving her mouth. Just kind of staring straight ahead. And then it moved along to Will and he was singing along really spiritedly. And then he looked at Jen and saw what she was doing. Mm. And I saw his face change. Yeah, And I saw him realize that this was bad.
3: Yeah, it is bizarre. I saw it
1: dawn on him that he was like, oh God
3: fuck, I didn't... This is a
1: bad shot. Yeah, he got caught <laughs> up in it. Because like, there's so many reasons to get caught up in this. It's Mike Myers. Yeah. It's,
0: it's a reboot of a classic format oh, with yeah. new Loverish. stars. Yeah. And again, whose line is it anyway? Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But, yeah. yeah, no, this is like... it's. It was incredible just watching that one moment where he realised, oh, no... Yeah. I've done so badly. I think it is
3: partially his fault as well, because I think the Gong Show, what it could have been for this new generation, could have been literally a reboot of that part of, you know, joyous Mm. celebration of weirdness, of, you know, shitty acts and anti humor, Mm. and to celebrate that. But all of the things that get gonged off straight away are the things that are truly terrible and. Mm. Uh, or like you know the real weirdos. Like there was a guy that was just like strumming his head, playing in William Tell, whatever, overture. William yeah. Tell overture, and just like it making a weird sound coming out of his mouth, and he looked like you know a real, like a tiny man made out of clay. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the kind of thing that should be celebrated. He looks on like this an show.
0: anti-fertility idol. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Something you'd give to an ancient woman to make sure it put straight up forever. <laughs>
3: The guy looked like Dobby come to life out of real human flesh. And it was this it was a kind of thing where this is the only thing this guy can offer the world of any kind of entertainment or joy. And it sucks. And that's why it should have been celebrated. But he get gonged off pretty much straight away by Will Arnett. Yeah, what do they
1: want on this show? You know what, I think I think in the last two episodes, because Will Arnett was in both of them, he just wanted it to be over. Mm. He was gonging
3: like every second guess. That second last step with Jennifer Aniston and Jack Black and Will Arnett as oh, the judges... Man. Almost every single act got gonged off. There were two that didn't. It was was a meat grinder. Yeah, really. It was almost like he was i say, I missed 40 minutes of the episode. Yeah, and then
1: when you got here, you spilled coffee everywhere. Yeah,
3: let the record show Tom Walker was in bed by the time we did start watching the gong show. Yeah. And then he came over, he brought coffee to make in Cam's house. Not
1: just like he bought coffees, like he picked up coffees for us. No, he brought like... His grinder, his plunger. And then... Started making it in my living room, and they just spilt beans all over the Not floor. Not beans, coffee grinds, coffee like the powder grinds. of coffee. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, 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 to be
1: honest, thrilled that I had to get up and vacuum.
0: You, I was <laughs> the, the way you welcomed the sound of the vacuum cleaner oh, showed yeah. me that you were just so happy to get away. <laughs> you kept vacuuming after even yeah, I started after it had vacuuming
1: things up. that yeah. were nowhere near the coffee, just because yeah. I was like, oh, I may as well just. Get a bit of work done while mm. this is on. Yeah, yeah
0: but I- like, there's something someone's like. We're recording this at like 10 a.m. Now we had to mm, midday. Okay, in a mind. few hours we had to watch the Gong Show. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> well, you're right. I refused to acknowledge that I was watching the Gong Show. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so unseemly about getting to your house at 9:30 a.m. to watch the Gong Show. Well,
3: actually, you woke up at 10 a.m. when we called you to, which find is out where why you were. <laughs> I woke up at 10 a.m. Yeah. instead. Yeah, but it's let the will on that thing is what really frustrates me here, because like you guys have said, he is one of the most successful voice actors in the world right now. He uh, is the Lego Batman, who is probably the best Batman right now. He's the best thing in the DC universe mm-hmm. happening on our screens. And also he is a star of um, Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Sorry, you're just old, to dude. backtrack.
0: You think that the uh, he's the best thing in the DC universe. That can't be true if you're talking about the DC universe that I know and love,
3: the Deadpool comedy universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chimichanga. Chimichangas,
3: oh. honestly, that, honestly, that's the reboot. It's not warm apple pie anymore. You're sinking it into a deep fried chimichangas now. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. oh my god. Jason, Deadpool
3: was in American oh
0: Pie Reboot. Big comes home. Uh, if he, his dad oh, comes god. home and Deadpool's just there fucking a pie. But yeah. he's made yeah. it into like looking like a babe. Yeah. How it's awesome. like a bent over babe. Yeah. How awesome How would it well, be? Or maybe Jason Big's fucking the pie, but he's holding it just in front of Deadpool's butthole and his <laughs> yeah. stick's going through the pie <laughs> that's and it's Deadpool. Cool. And Deadpool's like, ooh, that's what she said every time
3: <laughs> his like butt makes a fart sound. <laughs> How awesome would it be if the boys from American Pie, they're like, hey, Man, we passed our um, school exams. Let's go to college. Which college should we go to? Well, there's a really cool party college, and they go and meet Van Wilder. Oh, oh my god. For one second, Van Wilder tries to fuck a pie. It goes horribly wrong, gets burned all over his whole skin. That's Deadpool's new origin story, baby. Yeah. That'd be fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> and then
0: Deadpool's new sidekick is that dog that they all jerk off. Yes. <laughs> Wait, wow. <Wow>. what? Haven't <laughs> you seen
1: Van Wilder? Nah. Oh dude. Oh, I've, seen seen a classic. Classic. I've seen the rise of Tar- Dude, there is a scene in Van Wilder where they all jerk off a dog, heaps of Wait, times. Wait, Red Rocket style? <laughs> Red Rocket style. Okay. They fill up a clear empty a clear buns with its cum. Oh, and then wait. someone eats oh all the dog. Cum. They give them to like the, ba- the, the, the bad, the bad, are enemies house.
0: with, and then they're like, "Ha ha!" And then no one brings up the fact that, like, wait, you guys jerked you
1: guys off spent a dog ages like, jerking on the dog for literally hours. Yeah, did Burt Kreischer do that in real
3: life? <laughs> The Machine, dude, yeah. That's what The Machine's about? Probably, man. That's awesome shit, dude. I love those pranks. A great
0: <laughs> idea is doing registering a Sydney Fringe show as like a life story, crazy stories show, but it's all stories from the American Pie
1: universe.
0: <laughs> 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 but told from the perspective of a character. Imagine a one-man
1: man show, like American Pie style thing where you're just like, and oh, then my friend Shitbreak had a sip of laxative spiked coffee, and then yeah. you become shit break. You're like, oh, God, i got to take a dump. I mean, <laughs> I love this. I'm going to do it. I love that kind of shit. Anyway, Will and Ned.
0: Will um... yeah. <laughs> on it. So this show to me is like a fucking midlife crisis mm. in a bottle. We get to see him excited about his gritty reboot, and then even in that second last episode, he has a goatee. The man's 47. He's got a great <laughs> tan, a sweet denim jacket. Yeah. You also see in his eyes... The regret setting in that he should have just stuck to what he was doing. Mm. He was he is not happy. He thought no. these changes would make him happy. He's become yeah.
3: Jack Horseman. He oh. has become Bojack. You theorised something very interesting, Cameron. What was that? What did I think um that you theorised that this was perhaps him trying to re- remind everyone that he is a celebrity.
1: Well, yeah, because we've noticed throughout this show that a lot of the acts come on here and they are. Uh, they love Will Arnett mm. like mm. a woman did a painting of Will Arnett in, in one a of the, couple of seconds in one of the earliest episodes a girl opened up her shirt and she had big photos of Will Arnett all yep. over herself but that's um, not
0: actually a compliment because that's calling him a boob
1: oh dude but uh, I'd love to be a tit oh my god <laughs> fuck imagine if all your job was just
0: hanging on at the front of a girl's chest <laughs> that was your job man That was yeah. your job. <laughs> dude. sorry dude I gotta clock in I'm late for work Cindy's on Only got one Tartar
1: today. (laughs) Dude, I'd get there early every day. And I'd work overtime. Your
0: whole day. And then in your time off, you're just drinking milk, so you're full of it when the time comes to go (laughs) to work.
1: (laughs) So I think I had this weird thought that maybe this whole show was built up to mythologize Will Arnett as sexy and a crazy cool celebrity. Mm. Even Tommy's banter with Will Arnett all the oh, time. Don't he's always he's like, sexy. "Will he's Arnett, so hot you hot and horny," and then he'll say it's stuff like, "It's me again, not Mike Myers, and I want to fuck Will Arnett." <laughs> <laughs> and he's always saying stuff like he throws around, like when he introduced the pizza guy. He's like, "This guy throws more dough than Will Arnett at a strip club." And Which I was like, "Does Will Arnett actually? Is that what he's famous for? Or is this
3: is this show no, just he's building famous up Will Arnett. for Arrested Development?" Yeah, that's what, yeah, I, that's what I thought. What he, should, he should be like, "This guy's as." stuck in his own childhood state of regression, not li- much like what Will Arnett is most known for, Arrested Development. You know, that's what he should be doing, reminding
0: everyone of the good times. This next act is a magician, much like breakout <laughs> character Joe, Joe Bluth, Bluth in the TV show Arrested Development featuring Will Arnett, which, of course, has a fourth series. I haven't seen it, but people speak of it disparagingly. I have not
3: seen season four just yet, but the first three seasons, very good stuff. So this very is,
1: good guys, stuff. you guys are doing great. Tommy Maitland impression. Well, yeah, we're trying to write for the guy.
3: Which brings me <laughs>
1: to my next question I'd like to ask you both. Was there anything successful in this experiment of bringing Tommy Maitland to America
3: and the world? Um, I think as a concept, it's uh, extremely successful. Like, I think the whole mythology that we bought into of trying to find out if it is Mike Myers, Mm -hmm. if it's not Mike Myers, Mm -hmm. is Tommy Maitland real? I think that was thrilling stuff. And the idea of the backstory of this guy... Being so fascinating to me, I think that's what the show should have been. Like we even went down. I went. I mean, we. It was mainly me. I did go fucking insane and um, theorized <laughs> that he is the father of Simon the Bath Boy, an SNL <laughs> character from 1989. And uh, <laughs> that I mean, was a dark time in the podcast. But honestly, history. I believe <laughs> that too. To it this was day really to uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> I could I think- hear the post-it notes in the background <laughs> rustling on the wall, joined together by pins and like and little bits of string.
3: But what
1: do you think, Tom? Do you think there was anything like successful about the character? Did you enjoy the character? I'm the same. I really loved the concept. I thought mm, yeah. it was such a fucking insane thing to mm, be like, yeah.
0: Tom- Mike Myers is back, but we're not acknowledging it. I thought it was such a cool move, such a yeah. weird artsy comedy move. Mm. I hate Tommy Maitland. His head is too big. It mm. contains no expression. I hate the way he laughs because it's so weird seeing someone laugh in character. Yeah, like it's so it telegraphs the fact that it's not real. Mm. And yeah. then also the fact that like, oh, his head's so big. It's so clearly <laughs> false. Yes, it's like he's wearing just a a mask where you can only see the eyes and the mouth. Mm. And then like all of his delivery is just slightly
3: weird. Like yeah. he pauses
0: strange oh yeah
3: I think it's they put too much um, they t- put too much weight onto the shoulders of Mike Myers as Tommy Maitland mm. is the weight from that giant head yeah that giant <laughs> head he does look like a Funko Pop vinyl character as well but I think it's there's too much weight on his shoulders where he's got too much responsibility to be funny be in character host this show but he can't he doesn't have the freedom to riff so much because yeah. He, yeah. there's so many fucking acts there's such a big audience there's three judges as well and the judges aren't really game enough apart from Danny Carvey because they have that huge history yeah. of working together and being mm. buddies and you know riffing off each other that's been the only time where he's had a bit more freedom to get out there and have fun and muck around with them and play with the format but because it's got so much shit going on this show he only ever has the opportunity to maybe chat to the band once an ep and then have to fucking go this next act is garbage oh and how sad was it that they got gonged off oh please cheer up like yeah. and he has to literally cheer the acts up after they've been gonged off yeah that broke oh, your heart in really, the musical really, comedy act there was one oh. act that really really fucked me up today honestly it was so sad to see it should I we describe so the start, start of it in great detail I must describe this act and now it's <laughs> <laughs> because it really honestly that was the lowest point for me In this whole series Yeah Like there's been some Real shit things we've seen That have been too crazy And out there And like You know like You know weird circus people Eating fire And like slitting themselves up And stuff Autistic
1: white boy rappers On broken glass That was in this episode
3: as well Where there was a guy Who not unlike A 16 year old boy 16 year old boy Who had sleeves far too long for him Going all the way up his hands Who was like People say I'm not a good rapper So I showed them yeah. that I can rap while walking on broken glass with bare feet. I'm like, all right, man. that's Yeah, um... cool, bro. You're the next Eminem. The yeah. raps, <laughs> Yeah, then. awesome, dude. Great work. I hope you don't fucking cut up your feet. <laughs> JK, <laughs> I hope you do. Yeah. hope you hit an artery. <laughs> but then there was this one act that truly um, really mucked me up. And really, I'm, I'm, I'm coming on. That's all I'm right. Calm right down. Now. That's right. Talk, it to, was talk an, us through it. It was yeah. an act that I could see them so clearly. As soon as they came out, I saw them. You know, like the movie Avatar? You don't just mean you witnessed them, you mean (laughs) you saw saw who they were. As soon as they came out, you could see their souls. Yeah, Yeah, it's not unlike James Cameron's Avatar... When they're like, I see you. And it means I see the true you and everything for who you are. Yeah. I saw them. They were kind of like a fringe festival act, but, you know, a nice university review duo. Yeah, typically, I think when we
0: say fringe festival act, this it would be their first fringe festival, yes. no yes. matter how many times they'd done it. Yes. And it would be some kind of like <laughs> pun show title, like um,
1: singing the blues. And yes. then they'd
0: be holding a big book that said blue on the cover. Yes. And, and- looking through it like, ooh.
1: I actually th- would go see that.
0: That I sounds mean, fucking cool. They
3: probably Thanks, would, dude. They, I'm just <laughs> working on concepts. <laughs> awesome. But they're two very talented young people, probably in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very ta- musically talented people on very funny performers. Like, they can sell... I don't know if they're funny performers. Yeah, or, you're giving them musical, way too much credit. They're musical theatre performers. The- they're yes. very... Confident Yes Mm. And they could sell uh, They could sell Like maybe Alexi's uh, doing a
0: thing Where he confuses Funny for Sitting down (laughs) And trying they sat down (laughs) At the piano As a podcaster Those two things Have become synonymous
3: (laughs) If you
1: (laughs) If you saw these two On stage Acting in some
3: Law review You'd probably come away Going they were the standouts Yeah they were really Mm. good They committed to it And they had like Big movements And smiling faces Yeah And they They were trying really hard But they did that thing That that kind of performer does Whereas instead of They've they've got an opportunity to perform for a lot of people around mm. America and via Russian streams around the rest of the world, <laughs> um, where they, they're they like, oh, we're doing this big opportunity. Instead of doing something we've already done, let's sit down and write something specifically tailored to this event, which is 100% of the time a humongous mistake. Yeah, they yeah, sat to down... To always and, do that.
0: They sat down and began the song, and the song begins at this grand piano. Mm. The man, uh, the two people, man and woman, the man kind of playing the piano a bit more, and then the woman singing, singing along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, And the first line of it is... We need to, like something like. We oh. need
1: to make some money, and what? then they go I've
0: got an
3: idea. How about we perform on the Gong Show? And,
0: straight and it away already like, it's like, oh, well, they should have Rada. filmed this backstage because oh, right now yeah. they actually are performing on the Gong Show. And yeah. This is yeah. embarrassing yeah. for the continuity. Why are they the time? talking about
1: going on the Gong Show? You when are on there. The gong There's show.
0: an AD with his finger in his ear, just like, yeah, I know. I, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see them on stage, but they're talking about being on stage. I, I don't, don't understand know what's it. going on out there. I'm
1: freaking out. And I'm trying see. to get
0: Tommy to get his attention, but oh. all of his vertebrae are fused together as a result <laughs> of that giant head, and he's not responding to anything.
3: He can't. He can't see the comedy, you can't even feel his legs. And I think this was like a really hard moment for me, and probably for them as well. Because then we cut into... Mike Myers as Tommy Maitland oh. whose start is probably not unlike this you know he's mm. a guy with a lot of musical talent and performance and like perform- <laughs> character performance He this is a kind of thing that he, he got started doing at UCB but he was very good at it and cool mm. at it and got how comedy works so you should always do like something that you've planned mm. a lot and has worked and tested I mean the guy tested Austin Powers out as a the frontman for a band for people before he wrote Ming a movie tea. about him Ming T Ming T, baby BBC One BBC BBC Two,
1: BBC Three, BBC Four, BBC Five, BBC Six, BBC Seven, BBC Heaven.
3: And that is not Mm. where we are at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) uh, But then we we cut to Jack Black, same kind of thing, musical comedian. The guy does high kicks, funny shit, you know? That's funny shit. Mm. Unfortunately, he did do it on the show, which I was upset by. But, you know, and then it cut to him and he had like a real look of, oh God, what are they doing? Because he... He sees them too. This is mm. the kind of mistake that you try not to make when you're out there in the world trying to be a funny as shit performer.
0: You're watching people get their break a bit too soon, yes. I think. Like get an opportunity to perform for an audience they shouldn't be performing uh, for. This is like if they were doing a song at their mate's birthday and they wrote yeah. a song just for that. Oh yeah. Great idea. Twenty first. Oh, speech. but you
1: know what? It reminds me so much of that whenever you're at whenever you're at a twenty first, which I go to a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a lot of twenty first. Camera's part of a private yeah.
0: Facebook group where people post the addresses and yeah. the names. Yeah. Or the 21st, <laughs> yeah. but
1: it's usually like there's you see women being like, uh, will get up and do a speech, and it's always like, I've written a poem for my friend, or whatever. And if and it's cute if you're them, <laughs> this friend. feels sexist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never see guys get up and do poems for their friends, I guess and that's it, why fragile masculinity is such a problem. <laughs> all genders should like, be able to, I guess, the, the point is way. I'm making that it's never like, it's never good for anyone other than the person it's for. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah, else yeah. is always like, oh. Fuck, I have to a poem You're now? an
2: acquaintance
3: stuck there, the bars mm. close. they just,
0: oh, Tom and I... <laughs> like they- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role.
3: Twenty (laughs) first, We actually did go to 21st once And it was just like What are we doing here? We're both like You know Closing up on 30 eventually And we're just here At some 21st party What are we doing
0: here? We went to a 21st And the first thing we find out Is that because the Person it's being thrown for Doesn't drink There was no Money on the bar Yeah Jesus Christ And instead They'd put all that money Into Like covering
3: the floor With like Toys from preschool because Yuck. it was like a Disney theme twenty first, yeah, so it was that. rough. We, you know, seeing speeches. It's not unlike this moment. No,
1: yeah. and then they uh, okay. So tell us what happened once they started singing this song, which was about going on the Gong Show to perform
3: while they're on the Gong Show. While they're on the Gong yeah, Show, they're on
1: the Gong Show. It was, so it was meta. Mm. um oh, The audience you can only assume instantly that this song was sung
0: a few months ago in
3: the preparation mm. of them oh, going yeah. on the Gong Show, and then yeah. they're
0: like. What well, now that we've decided it,
3: yeah,
1: I know a song we have.
3: Yeah. Oh god. Uh, and then, then the lyrics of the song totally drowned out by the immense booze of the audience. Yep.
1: Straight. Mm. Off, it's almost instant restlessness from everyone because it's people. What they're witnessing is neediness, mm, and I think yes. as really one of the things yeah. that will turn off an audience. We so are bad. animals at the end of the day. We're, we have an animal brain mm. with a human consciousness over the top of The human consciousness has empathy so yeah. at first when they come out we go okay I want to be respectful and nice to these people I want to
3: enjoy this but the
1: moment that we see a hint of neediness or vulnerability no it's not vulnerability
3: it's weakness it's weakness we Was see that's sexy we, yeah.
1: <laughs> but when we see weakness or we become animals we turn on them immediately because we go these people will threaten the herd somehow mm-hmm. they will draw predators to us let's get the fuck away from mm. these people and they start booing the judges immediately all jumped up and started trying to gong at yeah. once
3: and this was like not one of those acts where it's like oh this is shit this is gross we've got to gong them they this were was talented was people being t- talented and trying to be kind of like a phony sincerity but there's a deep sincereness it in was like too earnest ads. and yeah. it was anyway they got gonged off very quickly and they broke their fucking hearts you, you saw could see the
1: camera it. lingered and we saw you could pinpoint oh, the moment. Then, their hearts broke.
0: In the moment in the yeah. post act, post mortem, uh the when the whether when they were talking to the judges, as they came up, Tommy Maitland, mm. Mike Myers encased in what I can only assume is several inches of thick plastic, <laughs> shielding his actual face from this fucking <laughs> terrible show, comes up to them and says I thought you were uh, just fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic.
1: Imagine being consoled by a character. That is the lowest point you can be in showbiz. When someone didn't quite pretending to be someone else yeah. tells you that they thought
3: you did all right. Imagine you're sitting in Times Square, you've just been dumped, and you're sitting there pondering your life, and then one of those grubby Elmos or minions <laughs> comes up to you. He's like, oh, baby, baby, and checking on you. That's what it's like. Yeah. Mm. And dude, did that happen to you? No, man Minions wasn't out When I went to okay. Times Square Okay, cool, dude That's awesome Good, I was worried for yeah, a Yeah, sec. yeah no, It was a giant Jason Biggs oh. <laughs> dressed- Someone was cosplaying As <laughs> Jason Biggs <laughs> And
0: next to him An immense pie
2: Yeah
0: Oh my god
2: dude. Yeah, that Fuck, actually Fuck, where's
0: that porno parody? <laughs> Some woman Is someone in like A full body American Like a pie, pie costume Yeah Just getting fucked
3: Dude <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> but, uh, like we're saying, this was a really tough moment. Yeah, and that's what this. This shouldn't have aired. This that's they. You see at the it end was of the brutal. show. At the end of the show, there's a lot of acts that come out. Like there was one where it was a guy dressed as a leprechaun with an accordion that didn't make it to air. But he was at the end of the episode when they bring everyone out. Yeah. SNL start to you know thank Lauren and clap him off. <laughs> but they're not in there. These this was too hard to watch. And I think it was because so many people got gonged off, they didn't have opportunities to, you know, fill the show I out. I think you've just described my entire
1: experience with the gong show right then in three words, which is hard to watch. Mm. It really was. It was a failure. My opinion is that Tommy Maitland is an interesting character, an interesting experiment, but completely wasted Mm. ...on this format... Mm. ...as I've said before on this show... ...and I think... ...maybe we all agree in that... ...maybe it would have been interesting... ...to see Tommy in different
3: light... ...to see him as just a... If this was a Larry Sanders style show... Mm. ...where it's Tommy Maitland... ...is the host of the gong show... ...but it's about the backstage antics... But then they do get real people to be the acts on the show, and we see some of that. That would have been fantastic as a meta exper- experiment. Seeing this guy transition from, uh, you know, across the Atlantic mm. to try and, you know, get his money back because he's been gambling broke. Mm. And we're seeing that thing. We're seeing his little son, kind of also played by Mike Myers, naked in the bathtub, trying to <laughs> <laughs> try, try, you know, try to connect with him. That would have been fascinating stuff. Seeing old clips of this guy doing like, you know, uh, comics unleashed or whatever, you know. <laughs> You know that red nose type stuff in the uh, yeah know? yeah. Well, the, the the thing about this show is it is hard to watch because
0: every time you're like, oh, I need to pay attention. Mike's on. Mm. He's gone in fifteen seconds. Yeah. And what's up next is, of course, a man balancing on a ball playing the recorder in his
1: nose. Well, that's the thing. I feel like we were being trolled. Yeah. I feel like we spent this a large part of oh this podcast gosh. saying all we want is for more Mike Myers. We want more Mike on our screens. We need more Mike mm. content, and then we got it. And it was just glimpses of him. Yes, and it's we like had dangling to see in front of you, and we
3: can't reach the pie to fuck four, it. 40,
1: <laughs> 10 40 odd minute episodes yeah. oh. to get maybe. 20 minutes of Mike Myers Yeah Like we just got glimpses And moments where he'd smile Or he'd raise his eyebrows And we'd go Oh my god There he is That's, That's Mike That's Austin behind But then it there. would just Straight away We're watching some Fucking shaving cream Bullshit song again Oh gosh it was, We were being trolled You know what it reminded again, me as of someone
0: who's Listened to all the gong shows But it didn't, did never like Watch the show mm. Or look up the song It's worse than you could imagine Oh, yeah. The shaving honestly. cream. Yeah. It's it deserves to be gonged off immediately. Yeah. And yet there yeah. it is. And they have they to They're like, oh, so many crowd shots where everyone is visibly not singing along. Oh god. Don't you think? Like. Yeah. And, and, Sorry, and even, even in the
1: last episode, I, I mentioned in the second last one that Will has a moment of recognition that this is bad. In the last episode, when Tommy's getting everyone to stand up to sing along with the shaving cream song, Will Arnett, as a judge, is the last person to stand because mm. his all his body language is saying, the national anthem what are of
0: Gongtopia. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he won't stand for it. And he's not, you know, fair enough. I, I wouldn't stand for mm. it either. Mm. Um, I think, you know what this reminded me of? And this is very specific. You guys will probably, I don't know if this is, this is mainly only for a couple of listeners, but I'll throw it out there anyway. It reminded me of Twin Peaks came back this year and everyone was very disappointed for a little while because the main character, Dale Cooper, did not come back in the way they wanted him Mm. to come back. And that is how I feel about having Mm. Mike Myers now. We wanted him, we got him, but it was not what we wanted, it it turns out.
3: As a Mike Myers fan, had we not done this podcast, if we had just been two guys, film critics out there in the world... Highly esteemed. Very, very esteemed. Honestly, we're called the children of Margaret and David in Mm. this country, and um, that's... That's really high. You price. don't. You shouldn't look that up. But that is what we are yeah, called. It's yeah. True. And we. So watching this, I would have been watching this nevertheless at home had we not done this podcast. Yeah. I would have been on this Russian stream. I would have been fucking up my computer that has very important documents on it, <laughs> and it, w- it would have been really upset. I would have. I wonder if I would have enjoyed this show had I not been, you know, um, commissioned to analyse it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it like, because I would have been watching and going, being excited to see Mike again. Yeah. But it would, the disappointment I have, I wonder if it had still been there. Now, I'd, I like would have too... just been delighted seeing the guy that I love so much but that I'd he's miss But so not
0: much. there. He's there for milliseconds where something takes him by surprise, but the whole thing <laughs> is so heavily scripted and, you know, yeah. and, and he only gets like a single line that he kind of delivers in the Tommy Maitland style. Mm. There was one point where he did that famous catchphrase that we all know and love. Well, yeah. Who's a cheeky monkey? You <laughs> are. No, you are. Mm. But on the on his bit of the call and response, all he did was <laughs> sell "No!" Yeah. And I I really thought
3: he was going to leave it there, but then he did the, you are. He was a, no, you are. And I like that, actually. I like the cheeky monkey thing because the call and response thing, seeing a whole crowd respond to Mike Myers makes him feel like the figurehead of a cult. And that made me feel... Like I wasn't the only one out there. In the world. <laughs> Seeing other people, you know, rest- you know, really uh look up to the guy and worship him. It made me feel not alone for once in this whole entire world. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> is Most of screening of Austin Powers. Yeah. Yeah, that was but,
0: awesome.
1: Okay, I love the Chicky Monkey tag too, but I just think he only says it once per episode. Mm. He also set up in all the preamble to the show that he has another catchphrase, which is "You've got no
3: proof," which I don't think he said, said on the show one once time. or twice, mm. maybe. But cheeky monkey is also the catchphrase of Simon the Bath Boy, so yeah. There's he's just too honoring much. There's just... Maybe
2: honouring his, his son. Past there, away. I would,
1: ki- I would kill to see the cutting room floor of this show. I guarantee you that we could get a great oh. fucking hour of. Tommy Maitland content where he's mm. throwing out catchphrases and he's saying funny shit. He's like being doing weird. stuff in the
3: crowd, I can imagine him yeah. doing that kind of warm up stuff. But in it's the like, but
1: we don't see any of it, and that's why I pray that there is no season two. I pray, but but I'm convinced there won't be. Mm. I, I don't think I need. But I can you, imagine you
0: said there was a moment that oh, made yeah. you convinced well, there that was. There was, one, was, there was an be no act where uh,
1: there was one of those one of those. Circus acts that are on this all the time. It was two, oh, the whips. two girls with whips and they were whipping things and breaking yeah. things. And all that. It was kind of, it was
3: whatever it was. It was they were cool. dressed up as Catwoman. Cameron loves cats. He got horny. I could smell it in the air. They, they were dressed up as his two favourite things yeah. cats and a woman.
1: Yeah. You could smell a proteiny smell. Yeah, in there the was
3: air. a sinewy metallic smell in the air.
1: Yeah. There was a cum
3: esque <laughs> flavour to the oxygen.
1: And uh, they got Will up to make him hold a flower and they whipped the flower out of his hand. It was pretty cool. And then one of them, well, you know, whatever. One of them said, put the flower in your mouth and we'll do it. And he refused. He went, went, oh, no, 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 no. And he went and sat down and backed away from them. And I thought that is the exact moment that it didn't get commissioned for season Mm. two because there's no risk taking on this show. And Will Arnett, who should be selling this show to the masses, Mm. won't even do that. I
0: think this uh, this is and almost Will Arnett's audition it. reel for being a judge on America's Got Talent. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? Like, or yeah. like it's, and I think clearly at the towards the end of it, he was like, this needs to be more like America's Got Talent. Like, yeah. I, I think I, I smelt a regret in him that he yeah. was uh, committed to the kind of vibe of the gong show, which is circus acts and weird acts and like, you know... Celebration of weirdness. Yeah. But yeah. then it
3: became about who's got the best tech.
1: Are you sure you could smell regret? Are you sure you, you can just smell maybe... I smell like protein. a kind metallic of proteinism. metallic
0: regret in the air yeah. and then it got steadily
1: steadily uh, higher and higher and yeah. then you asked then me it- to
0: smell your fingers. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we try and get a little uh, uh, positive towards yes, this? Because yes. I think that it hasn't been all bad. No, not at all. And I don't want to recap the moments that we've had in the past about this that we enjoyed, but was there anything in the last two episodes that... Gave you any kind of joy or horniness? Honestly, honestly. there was
3: something I really loved and connected with. There was (laughs) one act in particular that was really—I really got upset that they didn't get full tens. Okay. One of the best things and most humble men I've ever seen in my life. It was a man of Mediterranean heritage. I will say it. Okay. Who was tossing pizzas around, like building a pizza dough base, um, as one does when they're making a pizza? But he was doing it in a fashion that was. Absolutely, breathtakingly spectacular. Like, it honestly floored me what he was doing. The way he was tossing it around his head, he put a blindfold on, and then the pizza dough ran across his arm span, like, rolled down it. He tossed it then between his legs. Like, he laid down, breakdancing almost, with a giant pizza dough getting bigger and bigger, wider and wider circumference. As he's spinning it around and it was fascinating it was it honestly was mesmerizing seeing him do this you know taking something i love which is pizza and turning it into taking something you love unflavored pizza dough and turning it to a high art form was fascinating to me it was wizardry it was magicianry it was Amazing. It was the height of Italian culture and theatre. And then he tossed it over to Tommy, getting Tommy involved. And then at the end, when they scoring him and telling him how great he was, um, he was so humble. Now Honestly, you... he was so humble. He was like, Oh yeah, you know, I don't I don't cook those ones. That one's just for show and
1: stuff. You like said uh, after you got more and more excited during that act, and then when it was finished, you said, and I quote that is the most talent I've ever seen. It was and so you much meant talent. He you was meant so, it. He was watching you
0: talent. watch this slightly overweight man <laughs> perform circus tricks with pizza dough yeah. was like, I assume it would have been like sitting next to a young girl watching Lady Ghostbusters. Yeah. This is why representation yeah. is so important it's in so today's immediate. media. Because so- you were so thrilled to see someone... Someone
3: of your own brethren up we there. We need yeah. more husky Mediterranean's out there on the screens. <laughs> because it's an underrepresented... Factor of the entertainment industry now.
0: I think you are happier seeing finally, finally, after all of these dancing reality shows, someone's doing something we can all enjoy, which is making the pizza dough dance. Yes,
3: it was fantastic to see it. The main protagonist of Italian culture. I honestly felt so proud. And even though (laughs) you are not an Italian, No, I'm Greek. It's about the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> uno faccio, uno razzo. That's a phrase that we have between Greeks and Italians to say one face, one race. We're the same.
1: I know another phrase that you, your people have, which is il uh, coso nostro. <laughs>
3: yes, <Yeah, laughs> yeah. it means out this thing. This of ours. thing of ours. <laughs> yeah, this thing of ours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: I don't mean to imply <laughs> that all Mediterraneans
3: are into. We're
0: a
1: little corrupt. Organized
3: crime. <laughs> no, right? no, we're not. We're, no, I'm a proud communists. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. a proud communist family.
0: <laughs> communist stock. Okay. Alexi's very into disorganized crime, like pirating the gong show. <laughs> <laughs> crime that really makes you wonder what you're doing with your life like (laughs) infecting your computer with many viruses and serving in a botnet so you can watch 40 minutes of Tommy Maitland
3: well it was actually one and a half hours we watched watched a couple of events fuck man oh my god I mean then also Isla Fisher she's an Aussie that felt cool as well she's a red Aussie did you feel proud I did (laughs) I felt finally
1: like I was seeing my people up there Mm. on the stage Feisty redheads mm. who are bubbly,
3: yeah, with an Australian accent. With an
1: Australian accent, and we we got us we, we we were in Isla during this. I thought we, we thought she was really good. She we was a great were, judge. I think we've kept on talking
0: about her. We were like, oh, she like we we kept uh, making hypotheses about her personality. Like yeah. you know, it's just like oh, she is absolutely an aunt that would flirt with her nephew, yeah, yeah just like a little be, bit, not in a weird way, but just she'd no, be a little that aunt yeah. who, when
1: you're 15, she'd say you're looking really hot or she'd be like, oh, nice arms and like grab your arms. You're or growing.
3: Yeah. Like, wow, well, you're your... about to break a few hearts.
1: Yeah, you're going to be a little heartbreaker and you like, get all oh, fucked like, up God, in your head about it. you so. like, Jesus Christ, my aunt is telling me, and she's beautiful, I you're can't like doing think about math. this. Mm. But then, like I said to you guys, she's. it's the type of thing that years later, like ten years later, you'd be telling your friends, yeah, mm. I had a hot aunt growing up and stuff. Yeah. Might keep it a secret. She's the yeah. kind of
0: person who would, like, bum a dart from the staff at a wedding. You'd yeah. Like, yeah. find her out the back, just hanging out with the bus boys. She, she was so good in this. She I loved so watching yeah.
2: her.
3: And she's got that raspy voice. That's awesome, yeah. you know. You imagine her at the set of those INGs, direct there just chuffing them down well you know what I reckon she would have been hang- hanging out with the pizza guy backstage, oh, backstage if yeah. Mario whatever he was she would have been going wants.
1: Mario mate we love pizza in Aussie yeah we love it down there we She's put been an egg there. on it yeah. we put an Aussie, <laughs> we Aussie, got an Aussie pizza we got <laughs> some egg on there. it some, beach some bacon, <laughs> bacon.
3: <laughs> pineapples we put it all on there and I we've got, got a thing called the Mario meat
1: mama mia what are you guys doing a pizza down in Australia you should have been like, come the lie card. I'll show you, we'll yeah.
3: show you what it's like. Come down to Haberfield. We'll show you what it's like down there.
1: Yeah. That's so cool. I, she's down to earth. And I feel just so jealous of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen for having such a bubbly, feisty, redhead. War. I would like to be married yeah. to Sasha yeah. Baron <laughs> <Sacha> Cohen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'd get to be in Grimsby of all. I mean, you think you'd be in
3: Grimsby yeah. if you married to him? That she was in it. Oh, she was in it. Yeah. You would love to be his Julie. Yeah, I'd like to
1: be Majulia. (laughs) I'd like to be his wife.
2: Oh Oh, boy! Oh (laughs) Oh, boy! All right, guys. She was good.
3: (laughs) Obviously, Jennifer Aniston was pretty good too. She was. um... I love Jennifer Aniston. Courtney Cox was good too. Jack Black was good. Um, Will Arnett was the only
0: dark spot on Mm, the judges' panel these episodes. In early
1: days, he was a bright. Spark mm. because he, he was on it, it too much. He was yeah. on it far too much. Yeah, he
0: was exposed mm. to it. It's like those people you see at again fringe festivals yeah. whose eyes deaden. You know what i it me It's like when year.
1: when someone is a r- comedy room runner and they have to jump up because no one shows up. Mm. It's like that. Uh, like, I reckon people were booked and then they cancelled and they're like, "Will, you're going to have to go back to on." He's it, like, mate. "But I haven't even shaved." and maybe like I haven't even shaved go. my shitty goatee off my <laughs> clearly like...
0: middle aged crisis face <laughs> <He's> like
1: <laughs> and... I'm not even supposed to be here today oh, oh fuck man, I that's some love
3: good... Kevin Smith yeah. some <laughs> good dialogue man yeah 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 dude imagine if Kevin was on this one
1: actually he would have been great on this <laughs> he yeah would've he would have been, been great to be fair Kevin Smith would have been a great
3: judge on this <laughs> what
0: if they would gotten instead of Tommy Maitland to host this Silent Bob oh, oh
3: gosh dude. he would have a not many lines yeah mm. but he'd he do a lot of faces
1: yeah he'd point his face. and just for those
0: uh, listening at home, Alexia pulled his mouth
3: over to one side of his face. Yep. Not unlike Silent Bobby.
1: Actually, if they got
3: Jay to host this, wow. that'd be fucking... What if they got Silent Bobby Bacala?
1: <laughs> what? RIP. It's a Sopranos thing. It's this thing of it's ours. It's this thing of ours. Yeah, you won't get it. Th- yeah. Oh,
0: Italian culture. I fucking it's love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's this thing of ours. Don't worry about it. Guys, I think we need to celebrate the fact that it's over. Mm, yeah. We need to be glad that it happened, but we need to be thrilled that we're done with it because yeah. now I think Mike is free and I think it, we've got some Mike projects coming up in the future. They're in the
3: can. Terminal is in the can. It's in the can. Which is Terminal if you don't know Tom, is mm. the upcoming Mike Myers some it doesn't have a release date yet, but it's scheduled for 2017 which is the year, the year of our, the year of our Mike, where he's back. Mm. And it stars Margot Robbie, produced by Margot Robbie, and it's got Simon Pegg in it. And apparently it's a thriller, like an assassin thriller. Really? We don't know what Mike is playing in it, yet a trailer has not been dropped. We don't know. We're hoping he's playing Tommy Maitland. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was yes. hoping Austin, and Austin has to stop <laughs> these killers from killing Margot Roberts. It's
1: kind of like Cloverfield, like the 10 Cloverfield Lens, a yeah. secret sequel. I secret would sequel. give
0: anything for a gritty reboot of Austin Powers. <sighs> okay, well, you got it. It's called Grimm's Boss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: had a lot of time to think about this, and I really think I'm glad that we got the gong show, even though it wasn't what yeah, we wanted. Yeah, so too. Because it really provided some perspective. It started Mm -hmm. an
3: international discussion about Mike
1: Myers Yeah, he's back We can't deny he's back And we've got Terminal in the Can A few other
3: projects coming up Shrek 5 is coming up Rumours about Austin Powers 4 The Del Close movie Well, actually he did just drop out of the Del Close
2: movie
3: (sighs) Tragically... We, we did lose the Del, the Del Close, Close movie. Oh my god. Tragically, god. we, we lost it. That. We have talked about the cyclical nature of time many times on this mm. podcast and how things have kind of come in <laughs> that we didn't expect, <laughs> but then it makes perfect sense in some way. So, Mike Myers did, in one day, we got two Mike Myers stories. That Mike Myers had dropped out of the Del Close movie where tragically, he was to play Del Close, yep. who tragically, we did lose some time. Tragically, ago.
1: we lost. Del Close the man
0: Del Close and so tragically... famously dead improviser The untitled Del Close we lost the undil- Well it's
3: actually what's called Del- Guru I believe oh, That's probably why I yeah, out. probably. Oh, he got no. triggered Yeah probably So he did, he did drop out of that Which was to be a movie where Del Close took under his wing A young protege of improv comedy mm-hmm. Which Mike Myers himself was So that was a cyclical nature of time there Because he was a protege of Del Close at some point in his life Cyclical nature of time. Do you think Mike had to drop out of
0: that because he wouldn't stop doing the pinky in the mouth? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, space jump? (laughs) Just touch him and say the word, okay? And I don't want you to touch him and say a word. I'd say, like, ooh, delicious. (laughs) Now that's cool. In one day we got the story (laughs) that
3: he had dropped out of that project. Okay. Okay. But then, hey, time... Swept him back up into the that. The clouds circle, parted, the sun shone down on another news item revealing what, Alexi? Mike Myers comes full circle with Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. Bohemian Rhapsody, known to be one of the greatest moments of Mike's career in the movie Wayne's World. Yeah. His headbang into it with Dana Carvey. It's a great, iconic moment in film history mm-hmm. and in Mike history. And then he did recall it in the Love Guru in a very unfortunate way. Like, he did play Bohemian Rhapsody and he looks at the camera like, Hey, remember? Remember when I was funny? Remember this thing, guys? Mm. And so now it has been announced that uh, that he is in negotiations for a role in the Brian Singer-directed film about the seminal British rock band with Mr. Robot's Rami Malek playing frontman Freddie Mercury in the Queen biopic. Yeah. And it doesn't say what role Mike is going to be playing in
1: that, but... It is unclear at this stage. It is a perfect indication of the cyclical nature of time. Mike is reflecting upon Mm. himself,
3: his own career. I think I'm excited about that. I am interested in this because, as we know, he he fought very hard to have that Queen song be in that mm. in that scene, and he had written it differently to the way it was directed by Penelope's furious. I think uh nailed nailed it and made it an iconic moment by making it very grand and real by just having them headbang to it mm-hmm. and and you know lip sync the lyrics to it originally it was meant to be more operatic where they were kind of reenacting acting out, the acting out the lyrics in a fun way so you know that he wrote that specifically into his script to like make this moment really alive cuz he loves this song so much so I'm excited to see what he's going to do with this world of Queen this is great.
1: See, this is a good silver lining. If it wasn't for the Gong Show, maybe this would never have happened. Mm. So we have to be thankful for that. I'm just going to let you guys know: there's more than one poor on a monkey.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I reckon oh, you're no. cruising for a bruising. Oh no! I don't say that. To just <laughs>
0: absolutely <laughs> don't say that. But
3: at the end of the episode, so we got we we don't know where Mike. What's happening with Mike right now? Mm. We're not going to be getting a weekly dose of him anymore. Um, and that he ended the show by saying something that almost seemed like a catchphrase. Mm. And he said, don't go chasing waterfalls, just stick to the rivers and lakes you're used to. That
1: was Tommy Maitland saying that, but I feel that that was Mike Myers mm. saying that to
3: us. Mm. Was it? Do you think it was a message of help, a coded message? I
1: think it was a coded message directly to the Mike Czech Republic where Mike was saying, guys, don't worry. I know I strayed from the rivers and lakes that I'm used to.
3: And he tried to spice it up
2: for I us. I
1: chased waterfalls and... You know, you guys it, are one
3: copy of Catcher
1: in the Rye away from
0: being found, like with a gun <laughs> near Mike Myers. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: I'll be no. following him out the front of the Dakota with a yeah, I'll a, be, I'll a copy be, of Canada. I'll Mike be Myers. there too.
3: I'm just there to protect him, man. If something shit goes down, I'm there for it. Oh,
0: thank God, Mr. Myers. I would have died, but fortunately this copy of Pete's Meteor in my <laughs> breast pocket deflected the bullet. I think
3: the final episode of Mike Check is me there protecting Mike and Cameron has come to kill him. <laughs> I really <laughs> I hope it doesn't come of to Canada, that. You Pete's absolutely Meteor both shoot each
0: other at the same
1: yeah. time. <laughs> All right, I think that's just about all we can talk about.
3: Thank you for coming with us on this Gong Show journey. Yeah, thank you. And please stick with us. There is only one Mike Myers movie left in the canon at the moment. Mm. What, yeah. is, what is it? It is a movie, Supermensch, the 2013 directorial oh. debut of Mike Myers' documentary mm. about uh, the, the guy that was Alice Cooper's agent or manager. Yeah, cool. and it's apparently a really great movie I'm looking forward to it I'm scared and sad that our journey might be coming to a close to an yeah, end it might be ending but you know for at least some time because there are like we said many Mike Myers projects coming yeah. out do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, nah I've got a uh, nah no?
0: I'll, I'll King Baby a, uh, I've got a show it'll be in the Sydney Fringe but it's, it's going to be an absolute mess it's called King Baby Live <laughs> Sam Campbell's going to be in it Great, yeah, it's it's. What are the I think? Dates Cameron's going to be in it. I talked to him a few months ago about it. Oh um, yeah, if you want me to do it, I'll do it. I would love that.
3: All right, great. <laughs> 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 Looks like I'm doing it. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you boys. Congratulations on the success of King Baby. I'm sure it'll be a wonderful evening. <laughs> Is there Anything you'd like to plug? Um, we have got a. Uh, Project with uh, our hero Rove McManus coming up. <gasps> Are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, we're doing a project with, with. We're doing a project with Rove. It's um, it's we have come full circle in many ways yeah. during this podcast, yeah. and this is one of them. Rove McManus he was our hero growing up and now we're doing a live show with him called The Popular Experiment where we will basically be doing mic check live with Rove McManus yeah
1: so that's during October and
3: I think yeah the start it's every of Monday November. of October from October 16th but yeah. Uh, yeah so it's going to be we're very excited for it and nervous because uh, you know we, we're worried about coming full circle and that being the end of our lives and that's it <laughs> you know that's where the journey ends is we, we you know we bring up our queen and then that's it yeah uh,
1: I'd just like to say a big thank you to the Horny Babies that came to the taping of my live show the other night in
3: Sydney. You made me feel like a million big A million dollars. <laughs> thank you, were, you so it was, much. It was such a great night. But Tom and I were <laughs> both there. And Cameron, yeah, thank you, you looked too. so handsome. You looked like a young oh. Kevin Klein or Errol Flynn <laughs> was, up there. You looked so beautiful doing your stuff and strutting like your shit incredible, out Incredible. Those oh, broad guys. shoulders oh. just dominating that microphone. You were oh. so Oh, Finally, as well, Cameron. I was so proud to see it. Uh, yeah. Thank you for You coming, were like I a... You, it was like a... <laughs> Can <Toss> pizza? I <laughs> felt so proud. It's the second most talent yeah. I've
0: ever seen.
1: Wow, that's so exciting. Thank you both for coming and thank you, Horny Babies, for coming. You made me feel great. And... Join us next week for Supermatch. You know how we should end this. We should end the way we always end, um, Mike Check. Well, actually, for the first time. For the first time, by singing the song that we all know and love. If you could please get the lyrics for all of us. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, please sing along, as I'm sure you've all watched the gong show and you all know the lyrics.
3: To the national anthem of the Mike Check Republic. And we are holding we are linking
1: i have a sad story to tell you
2: it may hurt your feelings a bit last night
1: when i walked in my bathroom i stepped in a big pile of shaving cream be nice and clean shave every day and you'll always look keen thank you everybody it's my chance.